want to welcome Seamus Diskell along to the show um, today. I'm very, very uh, excited to have Seamus along. Seamus has been with us previously um, for a number of occasions. Um, he's a very good analysis on um, national politics and international politics. Uh, he's a community development worker in Galway. And, um, yeah, so uh, how are you keeping, Seamus? I'm good, Damien, and yourself? Good, good. What was the storm like in uh, Galway? Did you get... I was pretty intense. I think they, uh, in western Connemara there, they recorded a gust of 137 kilometres an hour. That was the highest recorded in the country there for the storm, Aisha. Uh, it was pretty intense now. Um, I mean, it's uh, getting to the stage where these storms are dangerous. Um, part of a, a pub in Air Square um, was knocked down, uh, kind of a clock tower that Guinness had put up on top of a pub at the corner of Air Square. I was blown down into the street. Luckily, nobody was hurt. But uh, you, you are seeing that structural damage has been done. Yeah. So it's uh, pretty intense. It was the the lucky thing was that uh, the timing of the worst of the storm didn't match the high tide. Um, so there's uh, the the danger that we had before with the hurricane Debbie or uh, storm Debbie was that the the height of the storm, the worst of the winds, matched the high tide, and there was high water, uh, which meant that the the tide was, I think, uh, a, a meter over a meter higher than it normally is, and that caused a lot of flooding around uh, the inner part of Galway Bay, Clarenbridge, Ordmore area. Right. So, yeah. Um, so I think that's the that's the 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 new normal that's what we're going to have to experience more and more of is these very intense storms as time goes on and as a coastal community in the west of Ireland here we're particularly vulnerable to flooding and what the scientists call a storm surge which is when the, the as I said the, the, the high tide uh, combines with the wind and the low pressure to create a, a super uh, super high tide and the it overcomes whatever defences we have. So we have to either build more defences or else move people, neither of which are very pleasant. No. And what's it, what do you think is... What's creating all this, Shavis? What's creating it? Yeah. Well, it's 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 it's, uh, it's Mother Nature, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, the, the, the increased uh, temperature of the Earth... Uh, Temperature means energy in weather terms. So if it gets hotter, the the uh, the weather conditions have more energy, and uh, storms form over oceans. So the oceans are warmer, so the storms form over the oceans, and they have more energy. Um, so the, what we feel in terms of storms would be um, more frequent and more extreme storms. So I think we're. Um, what was the the latest one there now was J uh, Jocelyn so Jocelyn, we're up to yeah. J already and they start counting in September I think so since oh, September right. we've had how many you know 10 12 named storms right. um, um, I mean the previous year I don't think we had any so it varies a lot but right. when they come they come hard okay okay um, that leads us into the next um, area about um, there's a new political I suppose there's two different areas that I'm going to uh, quiz you about Seamus um, 
One is, um, uh, I suppose, on the national political front for looking towards the next election, Michael Fitzmaurice and a number of other candidates are coming together to form to form a new party. Would that be the right way to describe it? Or? Um, I, I'm, I, uh, the, the, there is one new party has been registered, but um, his name wasn't associated with it. Um, that unless you've got new information there that I'm not aware of. Um, the, he, he was talking about it uh, last year. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. There's a headline there from April 23. Yeah. To say that that he was uh, talking about, you know, which is a logical move really for him because he's got great leadership abilities, um, and he's got a particular niche issue there with uh, farmers uh, and rural dwellers in the west of Ireland. Um, so I suppose that's kind of. Uh, Time, but the the party that the new party that's been formed is is has a similar kind of theme to it, but it's called a uh, um, a new farmers a new farmers alliance. New farmers alliance, town and country. Yeah. Um. So it said it was registered as a political party in the state, and the founder was a man called Liam McLaughlin, and. Um, that was formed in January there. Uh, you know, to, to make a political party, you have to go through a, a process, like you have to register it with the, um, I don't know, there's some official somewhere, you have to hand in papers, like, and say that you're a registered political party. And when you have that, then um, you can get to put the name of your party on the ballot paper if you're running for election. Right. Um, uh, so, uh, so, like, the, 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 they're, they're going to approve this party and uh, it'll be the 29th political party in the state. There's, um, there's a, there's a three-week appeal process. So it's the Electoral Commission is the people who decide on that. So mm. it'll, it'll be formally notified. Um, but it's similar to um, what's been happening in, in European countries, like, for example, in the Netherlands, uh, a farmer party was formed. Uh, they called it the... Um, in Dutch, it's, the, the letters are BBB, but it, it basically means the farmer citizen movement or something like that. Um, so the and, and one of their leaders was was over here uh, in Athlone actually last April. So I, I, I have no information that uh, that TD is involved with it, but it's 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 quite possible. There is um, a number of uh, mainly independents who um, are, are saying that they're representing farmers and rural dwellers. All right. Okay. Maybe you have more information on it. No, 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 I don't. I don't, yeah. I just I just um, did a small bit of research on it, and uh, just similar to yourself there. Um, I suppose that they're, they're, um, they feel that they're going to do very well in the European elections and um, the local elections. Uh, and they're going to run a lot of candidates. I'm just kind of, um, I suppose, curious about... I looked at some of their policies and I was a little bit... Um, um, uh, I don't know what the word to describe it as, but they're very anti-immigration. Um, that's... I, 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 haven't, I haven't seen that myself, no, but that doesn't surprise me. That's um, the, the, the model for these type of farmer rural parties 
in Europe has been that they're um, they lean to the conservative right. Um, that 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 is that from a farmer's point of view, they want things to stay the same as they are now. That they, they want um, farm subsidies and regulations, and for example, the nitrates directive and stuff to stay the way it is and not be changed. Um, and similarly, then in terms of uh, migration, they they want. Uh, the population to stay the same way as it is and um, I suppose in terms of um, other social issues they probably want to see the status of women stay where it is and um, I, I, I'm only guessing there now I haven't had mm. a chance to look at their stuff but uh, it's not surprising um, I mean I think any new party is going to say that they're going to run um the quote I have here is that they have already 40 potential candidates and they intend to roll well in excess of 100 in the local elections. Um, I mean, w- w- we saw, you know, uh, I think political success, a certain amount of it depends on experience. Mm-hmm. Um, and we saw that, for example, with Sinn Féin in the last general election where they had a huge vote and they just didn't have the candidates that had any experience. To take it on, you know. Um, so I, I'd be. Um, I mean, anyone can put their name down for an election and pay a deposit on it, but uh, that's one thing. But to to campaign against experienced politicians is uh, somewhat different. But it, I'm definitely sure sure that they will win votes. You know, um, I think that they'd like it'd be interesting to see, like in a constituency like yours, for example, are they going to run against Michael Fitzmaurice, or is he going to run with them, or is he going to step down? Because all the indications are that he's running again, anyway. Yeah. Uh, of course, you have a vacancy there in that constituency as well. That's Dennis right, Thompson yeah. is retiring. Isn't Dennis it? is retiring, um, and Ashlyn Dolan is running, so, yeah. I'd say I, she, she'd be very popular. She's got a very high profile, and Claire Callan can only increase her vote. Like, she's been a really good performer. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so I would imagine it's going to be Michael, Dennis, and... Um, or, sorry, Michael, Claire, and... Um, Ashley Dolan will be there, thereabouts. I'm not sure what's happening with Judy Murphy and Oral Layden and um, who else is running as well. There's loads of other candidates. Obviously, I'm I'm not I'm I'm not fam- f- fully familiar with it now. Um, just uh, just on that, I suppose uh, I was looking at um, just a few different things during the week, and I was watching um, I was watching the Tonight Show. Uh, just in um, just moving away, I suppose, from from what we were talking about there with the green, with the, with that new, um, with that new party. It's moving moving away towards um, more national politics and the ne- next general election. Um, how, uh, what parties could you see coming together to form a new government, or how how would you see that? Hold, hold on here a minute, Damien. I'll take the cover off my crystal ball. <laughs> I, I have no idea. No, I mean, the, 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 polls, the polls are saying that... Uh, yeah, I mean, you, you know what the poll figures are. I mean, Sinn Féin is going to be the, the biggest party. That's no surprise. And um, uh, t- that's the key. That's the, this is the key. So Sinn Féin are going to be the biggest party, right? So well, how yeah, did it is? Is it Social Democrats and mostly centre-left, or is it Fianna Fáil? Uh, I, I have no idea. I have no idea. I have no idea. I think it's, it's, it's all to play for there, and uh, I think that there's a lot of people in Fianna Fáil that would uh, 
have to have a long hard think about going into coalition with Sinn Féin um, and I think that also any of the smaller parties and I would not envy the job of a Sinn Féin uh, whip if he had to try and keep a whole load of small left wing parties in line like the Labour Party I can't see them ever going into coalition with Sinn Féin um, so it's uh, I mean Sinn Féin were also the biggest party in the last election mm if you remember and, yeah, and yeah, they, yeah. They, 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 they 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 were given the first chance to form a government and they couldn't they couldn't yeah yeah no I mean the the the, <coughs> the question is whether if, um, if, if 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 Fianna Fáil are so hungry for power that they want to go in with them um, that may well be um, like certainly uh, Fine Gael won't go in with them so uh, but I think Fine Gael could get quite a beating at this election, uh, apart from the fact that they've been in power for 13 years, but also they have quite a number of uh, candidates, very good candidates, resigning, mm. uh, like Richard Bruton, for example, in Dublin, um, would be resigning. So that that's always difficulty. Like if you've got a big vote winner and they decide that they want to retire from politics, you've got to get a new face out there, and it's hard going, you know. Um, it's, it's not easy to get elected in this country. We have a very demanding electoral system. Yeah. But, but I think that what could be interesting, though, is what happens with the local elections, because I think that's where you might see a little bit more diversity coming in. Um, might see in, in urban areas, for example, you might see some candidates of colour coming in mm. uh, in the local elections. Um, and uh, But I don't think there'd be a, bit, a lot of change in the national elections. Okay, okay. I suppose the last thing I want to chat to you about is the issues that's happening in the Middle East. I suppose it's very difficult at the moment um, for Palestinian people um, and what they're what they're um, what they're experiencing. Um, America is a big is a big player in all this. Uh, how can you think see things? Um, I suppose moving forward, or, or you know, what what do you think the best um, options are from here? situation I mean it's it's criminal really um, what's what's going on there I mean they're 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 bombing hospitals like I mean how you know well, bombing civilians is bad enough but bombing hospitals and um, destroying they're, they're destroying the whole country really like that's what they're doing it's it's unbelievable um, there is a serious risk of um, a complete shutdown in medical services. I mean, this this isn't a, this is coming from the Red Cross. Like we're always neutral. That's their definition: is that they're neutral in every conflict. Um, I mean, the the hospital system is unbelievable. There, I mean, like the the figures when you drill down into the figures, and that there's on average there's something like fifteen or twenty kids being having limbs amputated every day. Um, the, 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 there's a, there's an average the, there's there's ten or twelve women given birth in these conditions every day every single day. I mean the the situation there is completely unacceptable. Um, the, 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 the the I don't think there's any hospitals functioning in northern Gaza now, and um, the uh, the situation in southern Gaza it's it's an appalling 
humanitarian situation. And the international community should should stand up. Yeah. Um, I mean, the, the role of the United States and its proxies uh, is 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 unconscionable, really. Like, yeah. You know, yeah. Um, so. Uh, yeah, that's the that's the that's the uh, okay. Like um, uh, you know, Israel has has its issues, and is, Israel are doing um, you know are are practicing the 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 war. They're carrying out the war, but for them to be allowed to do this, they have to do it under the you know they have to be given the go ahead really um, by by American superpowers and um, and whatever else, whoever else are involved in that, whether France and the UK and. I'm like, you know, we, here we are in Ireland, and uh, you know, Western civilized country, same as the UK, same as America. Like, so it's not like it's happening way over there in Palestine, in the Middle East, and we don't know. Like, it's it's our superpowers that are given the initiative and the go ahead for this to happen. Um, that's what I find so difficult to trying to get my head around that that. Um, that this war is is happening, you know, on our time and on our, you know, you know, it's going to be, uh, um, it's very very sad, I suppose, that 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 our our government and our leaders, political leaders, aren't um, aren't standing up and stopping this war. Yep, absolutely. But the the we we need a stronger mechanism in the United Nations. We need a stronger mechanism in the European Union as well, but I mean, the European Union is predominantly uh, pro-Israeli, um, and, and where that's coming from is, I don't know, uh, memories from the Second World War or something like that, but Germany would be a huge supporter of Israeli, and uh, our commissioner, Ursula von der Leyen, is also very, very much pro-Israel. Um, uh, like Ireland, I think, of all the 27 countries in the European Union, uh, Ireland is probably the most pro-Palestinian that there is, um, and that's not saying much. Like you know, so uh, mm. the, um, the I think that the the pressure needs to be kept on our elected representatives to um, you know to pursue uh, kind of the the routes that are there, like the um, the International Criminal Court. Uh, Court of Justice and the International Criminal Court, um, like this uh, charge that's against them at the moment, and also to uh, use whatever influence we have with the United States. But I mean, we're a very small country, so it's it's limited. But that doesn't mean we shouldn't do it. Yeah. Um, so like it's, I said, yeah. The continued attack on civilian sites that we're seeing on our our screens at the moment is completely unacceptable and. Uh, like that, the, we we have a system of international humanitarian law, and um, we're very quick to denounce countries when they breach that. But um, you you can't have it both ways. But war is ugly no matter what you do or where you go. There's no there's no such thing as a good war. I know. I think we'll leave it there, Seamus. Um, it's great to have you on once again, as always. Um, and it's great talking to you and we'll have to catch up for a coffee at some stage in Galway um, ok uh, sure I will chat to you um, I'll chat to you again ok um, ok Damien thanks, thanks very much thank you Seamus thank you bye now bye bye bye